Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Welcome back. Hey, peeps. Okay, so I'm going to be really honest about this, guest because (laughs) because we're 24 Carat. So Paige, our wonderful guest, has been so sweet and kind because this is the third time we've tried to so record this podcast. Patient. Yes. And it has been a war. Yes. So apparently <laughs> she has got something for all of you to hear today. So I want to introduce our guest. Her name is Paige Geske. She is the author of Milestone Post a Mile I can't talk today. Mile Post 95, From Wreckage to Redemption. She has a BA in Communication Studies with an emphasis in Public Relations from Virginia Tech. She currently works as a sales professional in the advertising industry. Paige has intentionally pursued living out loud according to God's original design. She enjoys hiking, road biking, kayaking, and snowshoeing. That's something I will never be doing, snowshoeing, just letting you people know. I am a tropical girl. Uh, She's a proud mother of three adult sons, and Paige makes her home in the beautiful landscape of southeastern Idaho, which is probably why she's snowshoeing. Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome, Paige. Aww. Thank you so much for joining us for the third time. <laughs> yeah. And I will yeah. say, uh, I know Paige as a fellow writer and a Redemption Press author, and I just fell in love with her and want, really wanted her to come and share her story. That book is amazing, but your life is amazing. And so, Paige, I just want to um, start off asking you a little bit about uh, your past, and uh, it talks about that in your book. And let's start back to the day you were driving back with your then daughter and uh, the accident that you had. Well, it was just basically an accident is an accident. It's nobody's fault. Right. And my daughter at the time was driving, and fortunately no one else was was hit or injured, and I, I got all the injury, which is what you want when you have a child with you. Mm-hmm. And um, things just kind of started spiraling down from there. It was a very bad accident. I, I had to go through 11 surgeries the main, the main issue for me was I ha- I was in a wheelchair and I did have to learn to walk again. Mm. Crazy. Which is crazy that you're such an av- active right? person. Yeah. yeah. So grateful. Yes. So um, during this accident, something really important happened and um, change worthy in your life. So tell us a little bit about uh, your marriage and what was going on during that time. So, uh, my husband at the time had accepted a job in another state and we had been living apart for a year. I had the kids and he was in another state at his job and, um, our house was actually for sale. Um, when we were driving back from Montana where he was Mm -hmm. working and, um, and then everything just kind of changed, um, as it can in a moment with your health. And so then it was all about becoming, getting my health back, but then at the same time trying to 
work on this marriage, Mm -hmm. but he basically made a choice to choose his, his job Mm -hmm. over, over helping me and basically being with their family at the time. And so I got to the point where I realized he wasn't going to come back. Mm. So I basically had to file for, for, uh, for divorce, which is not what I wanted to do, but that's what happened. Yeah. And your mom came in and helped you. Um, cause I think people don't realize the impact that when you were in that accident, I don't even think you knew how bad it was until you looked down and saw like her legs were completely mangled. Mm -hmm. You had so many injuries and not being able to walk and you're taking care of three children by yourself. uh, It's near impossible. And so your mom came in and helped and, and tell us about like how, um, I think, the beauty of this story is how people came around you and really helped you in times of need when your own loved one didn't do that for you. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, one of the beautiful things that came out of it is I am a very, very independent person and I don't like to ask anybody to do anything. And God (laughs) put, put me in a position where I had to ask, ask other people to help me do everything. Um, and so, um, out of that, you know, the, a lot of community happened and mm. I have always been blessed with amazing friends and amazing believers and people that are servants and everything from bringing a meal to helping my mom run kids around to taking me to sit the divorce lawyer. Yeah. I mean, people just people really stepped up to the plate. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times as believers, we, we have this spirit of, of independence of it's just me and the Lord. Mm. We got this. And, and God says, Oh no, you don't No, (laughs) no. And, and through that process, you get to see how the body is supposed to function. Mm. Yeah. You know, Paige, it's interesting because Phyllis and I just literally, before we got on this podcast with you, we're having a conversation about people asking for help. And I do think that, you know, we, we forget that God wants us to be in community with people and he wants us to be connected to one another. And I, and you're right. That's exactly how he expected our bodies to function, you know? Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so Paige, uh, as if that wasn't enough, <laughs> so you make it through this, um, how many years was it before you could really like stand on your own and do your own kind of thing? Well, I went back to work in a, in a walker three months after the accident and then, and then just gradually started, you know, pursuing different activities. Like I wanted to start training for a hundred mile bike ride and I just want, which I most people wouldn't yeah. do, even I, if they weren't. In an I won't be doing that either. <laughs> people. Won't be doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you, girl. Hey, I'll be using my, uh, under the desk elliptical yeah. machine. Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it all counts. Oh, amazing. So, um, so you just persevered, made it through everything was like, had shifted in your life. And then one more change was happening. So tell us a little bit about the day that your daughter came to you and said that she wanted to um, transgender. 
So it, uh, she was in her early twenties and I had noticed some, some external changes like cut her hair really short and mm-hmm. she'd never been a big makeup person, but anyway, and, um, she asked if we could have lunch at Baja Fresh, and I don't think I can ever eat at another Baja Fresh. <laughs> Bad memories. <laughs> trauma. Yeah, not only the food, but it caused a little bit of trauma. Yeah. So, um, and basically the conversation went like this. I have something I need to tell you. Mm. And I could tell there was a lot of hesitancy, and she did not want to share this. And so I really felt like the Holy Spirit said, just start throwing out horrible things. Like it can't be that bad. So I was like, have you had an abortion? Have you mm. committed murder? Did you rob a bank? Mm. Um, did you stash a body? Yeah. Did you, you know, I mean, just all these things. Yeah. And, and she basically said, no, no, no. And so what that did was it kind of, um, took some of the pressure off, I believe. Yeah. And then, so, for her to realize, well, gosh, I I actually haven't done any of those things. So, (laughs) and so then through that, um, she basically said, you know, I need to let you know that I, I really don't feel, haven't felt like myself in my body for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I am making the decision to transgender and I started taking hormone shots and my plan is to have a double mastectomy Mm. and, that was the rest of the conversation. And I don't think I finished my taco salad at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I, Paige, I, I guess, you know, I have a question being a, you know, a Christian mother, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think that is a really hard place to be because yeah. I think in church, there's all these like rules and restrictions and things that people think that are, they're supposed to be and how life is supposed to go. And when you're thrown with something like this, you know, I think as a mom, you, and you want a relationship with your child, because I, I mean, I just know that no matter what my kids do, I will always love them, you know, good, bad, and ugly. And so I think as a Christian mom, how did you, how did you deal with that news? And what, how did you feel about it? Like, what were your feelings about it? I immediately went, wow, I can't do this on my own. Here we go again, Lord. Mm. I'm glad you're there. And you know, ultimately I realized the most important thing was to not in any way walk away from this child. Mm, That's beautiful. Um, a little background. Um, she had been, um, abandoned by her biological mom at 15 months old. And then I came into the scene. I met her at three and then officially adopted her at four. So I'd raised her from four on Mm. And I thought, you know what? She has been rejected by a biological mom. Right. And there is no way that I am going to in any way walk away from the situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I might walk through this, but I know I'm not alone. You know that, again, the Lord walks and is with you through everything and gives you the strength and ability to go through those very, very difficult hard things and it it takes our pressing into him mm. and and our acknowledging that we need him right. to be able to walk through these difficult things that's good you and also i feel like you were meant to be 
his mom no matter what like that Mm -hmm. you were chosen to be the mother of this child and Mm -hmm. so that's a huge responsibility you don't walk away from and I think life doesn't look the way we think it's Mm -hmm. supposed to look all the time that doesn't mean you walk away from the responsibility of it so I love your honesty and like I know Paige we've had conversations you and I and it's like there is a there is a a death of like, ugh, I, you know, you have to die for it's the a, child that you thought loss. was. Yeah. You had this future. Mm-hmm. You know, we all as moms mm-hmm. plan out the future of our children that what we think is going right. to happen. It doesn't happen that no. way. <laughs> but right. we we right. always think, you know, on our own terms of what we think um, they the plans are for them. And so right. I know that, you know, especially when something like that happens, it changes everything. And then you die to the things that you had dreamed of. And, you know, we have friends here in this town that are going through the same thing. And that's why I wanted you to be on here because, um, I think as Christian moms, uh, we need to all support each other in all situations because none of this is easy, but that doesn't mean one, you don't walk away from your faith and two, you don't walk away from the child. Right. Right. And I think, you know, there is a difference between, um, you know, sometimes in the Christian community, you can be shunned by certain things that are happening within your own family. And so how can I ask you, how did your friends and your Christian community embrace you um, when this happened? You know, I mean, I felt like people were very supportive, um, and like Phyllis knows me, I'm pretty honest. <laughs> That's what I love about you. <laughs> and and real. And so I think one of the things I've learned is that when you're going through things like this, the the deeper you process, the deeper the healing. Yeah. And as you, you know, as I was like digging inside myself, like how do I do this and who do I share it with? I think that's another very, very important thing. I mean, scripture talks about not throwing your pearls before swine. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's very important that, you know, you get to choose who you feel comfortable sharing this information with. And if you, if you have a friend or somebody that you know is, okay, this person is going to judge me from here to kingdom come and Mm -hmm. I'm still processing it. That's probably not a safe person to go to. Oh my gosh. That's such good advice. Great advice. Cause I think, you know, the initial reaction is just to like, I'm going to say it, I'm going to get it out there, but you still need to process and you know, your son needed to process everything that was happening as well. So I do think that is such great advice. I think we immediately want to share our life sometimes with the whole world, but you can't trust that with everybody. Like that is something you that's don't earned. need to trust your that's heart. Something that's earned, it right? is earned. Yeah. yeah. Trust is earned. Absolutely. And you, and I think with anything that is, um, secretive or shameful or change worthy or anything like that, that is super, um, it's a big issue. I think you absolutely have to find the friends that you trust mm-hmm. that you um, can, they can hold that yeah. space for yeah. you and mm-hmm. not go out and go, Oh my gosh, guess what happened? Yeah. Guess who t-? You know, they're not that friend. Mm-hmm. They're going right. to just sit with you and walk through this process with you and be there for you with every step that comes along. Cause there's different 
I'm sure different days brought different things for that. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because when you have history with people, like I think of this one friend that, so you're working through this and say a year and a two years goes by and, and you may not think that you've healed or you may not feel that you're processing things well or dealing with things well or made even any, any edge hedgeway moving forward in your healing process. But then when you have a history with a friend and they go, you know what, like you're doing so much better. Mm. Like you are handling this. Like I've seen you do this. And then they give you an example and you're like, Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, sometimes we're so close to ourselves. We can't see, see the, the progress that God's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And we need, and we need that friend to say, you know what? I see you've changed. I see that you're, mm. you're handling this better. You, you can talk about this. You, you're much more comfortable talking about this. And I guess some of my encouragement would be, you know, one of the other things I did was I, I journal a lot. Mm-hmm. And so processing it out on paper, yeah. mm-hmm. um, really also helped me as well. And then, you know, for people not as parents to not, you not feel this shame. Like, I mean, I remember I immediately thought I did something. I caused this. Like, what did I do? Right. I had to to say that to my daughter turning into my oldest son. You know, was it anything I did? Was it anything I said? Like I knew there wasn't any sexual abuse or anything like that in their family, but you, you, and so when she, he said, no, mom, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Check that box. Okay. Yeah. Let's move to the next. That's thing. probably <laughs> the first box every mom would ask, right? Mm-hmm. Did I do something wrong? Was mm-hmm. there something that happened? Like, it's so confusing. And I think it, it's still confusing, right? It's like, there's no easy answer for it. And I think that's the thing is, you know, as parents, we try to find a solution for everything. And, right. you know, sometimes it just is what it is in that moment. We, you know, who knows what the future brings and we just have to keep moving forward and loving on that child and keep, I think keeping communication open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think com- communication, it is key because, you know, you, you don't want that child to shut down. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times because we're, we're in our own selves, right? We're, we're shameful. Like, Oh, right. what did I what do did wrong? I do? What are they going to yeah. say about me? And it's like, this isn't about you. Right. This is about them and about what, what's going on in their life. And yeah. I think if we can step outside and just finally feel comfortable enough with going, let's, let's find, let's Which talk about what's going on it with t- you. Everyone yeah. needs to take a step back and take mm-hmm. time to really figure out all those feelings and, yeah. Um, and people will judge and people judge just on everyday things yeah. anyway. <laughs> like, I know. I don't think... The older I get, the less and less I really care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, tell, not I'll in a weird you, way. But... At my age, I really don't care. <laughs> I go out of my way to embarrass myself. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, all of those situations, I see it, especially in the church, you know, mm-hmm. as loving as people mm-hmm. can be when something different out of the realm happens, then it's like there's judgment, there's fear, there's all these different emotions. And then you as a parent feel like 
you you want to fix it, you want to change it, you want to cover it up with <laughs> oh, yeah. cover, cover it up it with a prayer and do whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a process, and I I like that you guys are taking your time to figure stuff out. And um, I just wanted to know now, like what what is the situation with your son um, today? So he is in a relationship with another male, and um, they own a um, organic farm in, in Boise, Idaho. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I feel like I have a pretty strong relationship with him. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really try to, um, I think the other thing I would encourage people is just to be respectful Mm. and, and the things that you share. Um, you know, I don't want to ever do anything that would, make him feel bad or, um, judged. So Mm -hmm. I'm always, I really try to be very respectful in the things that I share, or if there's certain things I'll ask his permission first, you know, like I, I think this would really help this person, is it okay if I share like Mm -hmm. actually even to be on this, this podcast, right? I felt like I needed to ask his permission and he was like, Oh my gosh, absolutely. And then he was like thrilled. It was in another state. Like, Oh, like these people are in California. I'm like, I know. right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? And I, it's true Paige, because there is something to be said about sharing your story to help other people. And when we were going to have you on, I was thinking of one friend in particular who had been through it and, you know, she, was very, very involved in the church and she felt very isolated and, um, felt like she couldn't talk about it. And it's like, we need to get past the point to where in churches we're having hard conversations because you know what life is life and we all go through different things. And, um, I think a lot of times in churches, we don't want to talk about the tough stuff. We just want to Well, you don't want that everything. to happen to your child. It's like, those are other people People's, out there, right. but not in the church. But right. the reality is, is that all of these hard, different subjects are happening in the yes, church. absolutely. And we need to have a conversation about it mm-hmm. and stop trying to hide it or cover it up or be yeah. shameful of it. It's It just is what it is. And yeah. we need to start having these conversations. So that's why I was really... So excited when Paige said, and also that your son, thank you, um, Andrew, for letting us um, share because I feel like it is his story and he should have um, responsibility and, you know, being Mm -hmm. able to share what he wants. And I love as a mother, I think that's the highest form of compliment is to be respectful of your children's Mm -hmm. lives and um, you know, not share everything yeah. if it's going to embarrass on any level, you know, with all of our kids or us being on this yeah. podcast, sometimes we blast out our kids and then we're like, oops, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. Right. And so I've learned to really hold back on some things mm-hmm. that I know I could share because it's a funny story, but she necessarily and both of them wouldn't want me to share that yeah. story. Same. And so, um, you know, I think as a mom, 
we can't just take the role of, well, I'm your mother. I can say whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, you need to be respectful of your adult children and have, um, the respect of knowing like their privacy is their own. Yeah. And so if they want to share and, and they want you to share, that's great, but they've got your blessing. And I think that's wonderful. And I just think we should give a shout out to Andrew for allowing you to share his story, because I want him to know that, what you are sharing today is going to help so many so other many moms who feel like in the I Christian can't talk community. In the, yeah, especially yeah. in the Christian community. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to just be so helpful to them. And so, you know, Andrew, we just give you, Phyllis and Ron, to give you. you a big shout Thank out. Thank you. Thank you for allowing <laughs> mom to share your story. Um, yeah. And I know Paige is just such a beautiful praying mama. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, I just really feel connected to, to this story like that, because, um, I think people do try to find something that's wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a praying mama. Like yeah. she's, steadfast in her if you read her book like even I am blown away I would have just <laughs> probably given up well you know I wouldn't be in snowshoes for sure but and you wouldn't I would be have, running a marathon I probably would have been like just keep me in the wheelchair because I don't even want to do this it looks so hard like the the struggle that you went through to even survive through that accident just blows my mind and then you know, and then layer it with like your marriage is falling apart. And then it's like you get through that and you do the you have to read this book mostly because the the hundred mile um, marathon that she did blew my mind. And and I you can see like you can feel it in her talking about it because her legs are not the healthy legs that they were before the accident. Mm-hmm. So even to try to achieve that is almost impossible. So her faith and the way she talks about how God just brought her through these things, just like I was amazed by her faith. And then to have, you know, this situation happen with, you know, Andrew. And it's like, again, you didn't run away from your faith. You ran to your faith. It's the testing. It's exactly the testing that you've been through. And it's like, you could have given up. You could have given up after your accident. You could have given up after after your marriage marriage fell apart. You could have given up and felt defeated because, you know, your son came transgender, you know, like all of those things that you could have given up, but you know what, God, God is still good in the midst Mm -hmm. of whatever we go through. And Mm -hmm. that is like one thing that I have, I am learning. I try every day to be better at it, but let me tell you what, it is not easy when you get pummeled down and you're just like, where are you God? Mm -hmm. Like, where are you? Like, if Uh, you are supposed to be good, where are you? mm -hmm. And I think it's in the testing of those things. When you come out on the other side Mm -hmm. and you look back and you go, Man, he was there. If I had only knew that I could do this, you know, I mean, you're amazing, Paige. It's that thing when you are weak, he is strong. It really is the epitome of that story Mm -hmm. is like when you're at your weakest, the normal person would look at that and just throw in the towel. People who don't have a faith will throw in the towel or they'll put the blame or whatever. Mm -hmm. I never see Paige doing that. Paige is always like this this beautiful spirit of just like yeah. positivity. Like she's just like, she gets broken down yeah. and she gets, t- but it's like, she just is such a positive. You don't sit in that. You yeah. don't sit in it. She you doesn't you've allowed God it. to use you in spite of the circumstances that you And girl, you in. are fun. 
<laughs> you are. Although I am, gonna, I keep telling her I am going to come visit you, but we have to go on a little hike, not a big I'll hike. Do, yes, I can't do. That. I'll do hiking with you, but I'm looking like road biking, yeah. you know, snowshoeing, marathons. Yeah, no, I'm Can not we that just friend. Have snowball fights. Yeah, I'm not that friend, Paige. You know what? I'll just throw the two of you guys in a canoe, and I'll just, yes, just just canoe you around. Okay, that <laughs> we can do. We can do that. You can be princesses and folks. She knows us well. You, yeah, you know, you know. Gosh, have you been talking to my husband? I'm just kidding. Poor carrot girl. I mean, they don't talk about sparkle for nothing, girl. Come on. Oh, too funny. So, Paige, we have one last question for you. And, um, you know, it's our signature question. And I, I love it because you've been through a lot. So what would you tell your 22-year-old self? Oh my goodness. Um, Break out that journal. (laughs) Adventure on. Like, Mm. you know, just don't sweat the small stuff and be grateful every day. I, I mean, and I think that comes so much from your health, my health, you know, when you've lost your health and then you have to come back. I mean, another whole chapter we didn't even talk about was I'm a colon cancer survivor. Yeah, I know. So when you had your health taken away from you, like several different times, not just one time in your life, um, you're just, I'm just so grateful. So I'd say to that 22 year old, get out there, girl. Like, (laughs) Just adventure on Mm. and challenge yourself and don't say no and do things like, you know, try new things and don't be afraid because it's in that trying of new things and, you know, that you develop like several years ago, I'd never been snowshoeing before and, and now I love it. And then in April, I just learned how to play pickleball and now I love that. Oh my gosh. My mother-in-law loves pickleball. Okay. So I'm going to come play with her. (laughs) Oh, she would love to, let me tell you. She, and she's very competitive. So you would get along great with her. And see, now you're encouraging us. Now now I feel guilty. Now I yeah, feel like no, I have to go okay, snowshoe. We, we need to go learn Mom. something. <laughs> well, we just need oh, to go to Paige's and I she'll know. show us how to do I it know. all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, Paige, so much for being on the show today. Your story is amazing. You are definitely uh, she's a trailblazer. You are a Job 2310 girl. Totally you, God is. is emerging you as pure gold. That's uh. for sure. So thanks so much for joining us today. And thank you, 24 Carat Tribe. Don't forget to follow us, like, subscribe, and share. And Paige, I forgot to ask you, where can they find you on social media? So I'm on Paige, Paige Geske, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, although I'm taking a social media fast right now. So if you reach out to me, I might not get back to you until like the middle of <laughs> That's December. okay. But fast is good. You have a website um, though, right? Yep. I have a yep. website, pageskeski.com. And then they can find and, your book I mean, on. And, and yeah, and they can email me at pageskeski, uh, at Gmail if they want a signed copy or they can order it from Redemption Press or, uh, Amazon. And I mean, the other thing I'd say, if, if a group comes out of this, if there's some other mothers or moms Mm. that, um, you know, we could start a virtual, like 
Zoom. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That would reach that out would be, to her, guys. That would be awesome. And we'll make sure to put all your information in the show notes as well so that you'll have all that 24 Karat Tribe. But don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page on 24 Karat Conversations. And until next time, sparkle on. Bye, peace. Bye.